Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It's October 17th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon and Mark Joseph. Waltz off today. Um, how's everybody doing? Hi, Derek. <laughs> hey, Nancy. Hey, Mark. Hey, everybody. Doing well. Excellent. Hey, Nancy. Hey, doing hey. good. Doing good. Okay. So, um, either of you want to start off with anything? Okay. Uh, well, I oh. guess just real quickly for those that are in chat, I did share a link in there, um, but they can see the post in there to Bigfoot's Den, um, a current, it's on Facebook, a current or updated video tour of what we're doing here for those that are uh, interested. As long as we've men mentioned Bigfoot, um, I don't know how many people know who uh, Jack Osborne is, but he's Ozzy Osborne's son, who Ozzy's the... Uh, what is he? Some Black Sabbath character, heavy metal. I've, I've never followed him. Um, but Jack and uh, Ozzy got together and started doing this tour, and they were so hysterical. I mean, Jack got Ozzy to take a trip across the United States in a in a travel trailer type of thing, you know, and it was it's hysterical. But he's gotten into, I guess he's been doing it all his life, but doing paranormal shows. Uh, Derek, have you seen any of them? Uh, no, I don't think I've seen. I seen saw something years ago. He was on, but it wasn't paranormal stuff. So I probably what's the name of it? Remember? Well, <clears throat> right now it's Jack Osborne's. Um, oh. He had done he had done uh, a show with a, a psychic medium, and it was you know I don't those I'll look at one of those haunted you know paranormal things, but maybe once and maybe I won't even finish the episode. But what he brings to it is such a different, it, it, it's just, he brings in humor. And he does, doesn't go in aggressive and he doesn't challenge him. And it's just like, he's very serious about his, what he's doing. But when you're sort of setting up and things, he and his, his the people that are on with him are absolutely hysterical. They, they're so funny. But. He did a show that was a two-hour show on Bigfoot. He and this buddy of his was a real crazy person. Um, they went out into the, oh, God, Iowa, northern Iowa. And this area that was, you know, Bigfoot country. And stayed out there for two nights and had talked to people who had seen you know, where's the best place to look for him? There was even a uh, some kind of a scientist out there that, that were studying the, the big a scientist. I mean, actually funded to do this. So, um, and it, to be honest with you, I don't watch the Bigfoot things either. 
because I think it's well I don't like it um but again it was Jack and they were it was funny I mean you know but when I'm watching it I'm going like you know for all the time I've talked to you about Bigfoot I don't think I could explain who they are or where they come from are they a cryptic like the scientist is thinking that somehow or another they came from, you know, the ancient, ancient times and have been keeping themselves hidden from us? Or are they something else? Uh, well, I mean, that's a tough answer. Well, I'll say they, they've, that, uh, it's like us. We come in all versions. So, as in humans I'm talking about. So, any any species is that way. But, no, they're just... They're here. Um, they don't all turn invisible and stuff like that. I've heard all kinds of things. Um, can some, yes, can some, everything can some. I mean, some can do different things. It just depends how where they are of their energy fields and how to use them, just like uh, humans. So you can have, you know, people, humans that know they're psychic and some that think they're not, so then they're not. Although everybody's capable. Um, but no, they're here running around physically. Actually, two, um, oh, geez, what was it? Some train video somebody messaged me a train video i think in colorado this all this week on a bigfoot sighting running through the hills and maybe we can find that one online and then another one of a trail cam with an eyeball uh well basically a there's you know they're thinking the sasquatch is right there up next to the trail cam so there is an eyeball in the shot you only see a portion of it i'll try and see where these links were sent to me from um see if i can't share them in chat but I'll tell you that, and that stuff's been coming up a lot lately. It's not just because I'm opening Bigfoot's den, because I don't think these two people knew it anyway. Well, it might be something that is connected in some way, because it seems like they're all over the place. <laughs> I mean, they're just, you know, every time you turn around, you, you see, you're seeing another video. Yeah, we've got more cameras out there and stuff. And I wonder is it because of the logging and they're losing that they're actually taking down their environment or is this a time where they're just showing themselves more i think it's a combo of everything there's more stuff out there to catch them um <clears throat> and then yeah they're obviously losing the environment so it's gonna be all the above i would think and so as a so it's like a species that lives on the planet it's multiple when i've chatted with them and then the ones i've seen they're yes but they're there's not just one so i don't know how to explain that when i really have terms for it um there's different types well oh, what do they call it skunk ape down south or something and then you know yeti and if they're but so they look different but it's a well just like humans there's a lot of types of us um so same thing so, so they okay so they they sort of live on the planet too. Oh yeah. And from time to time, we can see them. They probably can see us all the time. But it's a frequency thing. They're moving in a different frequency. So if they slow their frequency down so that they can interact with the 3D, they do that, I suppose. Yeah, um, but that's not all of them. So it's not like every single one of them. I guess in our our our. Marvel terms down here, we would use something like, I don't know if you Marvel, but, uh, you know, they have the magic powers kind of thing. No, it's not exactly like that either. Um, so, no, I mean, they can get caught. 
They've been caught before by governments and things. They know they're out there. That's not a big secret. It's been around for a long time. Um, no, but they all, every one of them, well, I've seen some that, no, they could have gone invisible if that was an option they had, but they didn't. So then I was just, you know, assuming on my part that they couldn't, but I don't really know. Huh. It's both ways. So I'd, I'm, I've seen it all. Just even my dad's sighting. He had, because that, okay, let's say they all go invisible. Well, then he would have blinked out right there. And then let my old dad stand there and stare at him. He could have done a whole lot of other options. He didn't do it. And it wasn't logically thinking through his head because I wouldn't want to back on it. He wasn't thinking, well, do I not let this little human see me and I turn on the superpower and blink? No, he's not wasn't thinking all that. He was just checking out my dad as well. Because um, we also, everybody thinks, not everybody, but often people think that like if it's an ET on a spaceship, they're extra intelligent, they're more tapped in. Or if you're a spirit guide, you're going to always tell them the truth. Things like that. If you're coming from uh, energy form, I guess that's probably a wider view to put it. Um, often people think, it's accurate. Okay, no, by no means. So then you got to, then there's a whole nother play to it. And then that's keeping yourself in a certain frequency. And then, you know, you just got to be aware. Just, you know, never just, you know, drink the Kool Aid. I've been friends that are com way more, uh, what do you say, in depth seers than I am and perceivers. And it's, and straight up after years, he figured out he'd been being lied to for just, countless times and reasons just a whole manipulation thing uh, because he was under the belief that well if there is again i'll just use the word spirit guide um there's spirit guide it's gonna be good it's gotta be it's coming in that way it's accurate well nope not accurate and that direct uh and i won't get into it uh implications on me as well so uh, thanks you told me and well, done well, that, so. why can't why can't you get into it um, well, I don't remember a lot of it on the specific details because now we're talking, I don't know how many years ago. Um, and I don't even, I, yeah, you actually know the person, but I can't say it on the air. So and we'll talk off air. And I hate to do that to the listeners, um, but that's what I'm trying to divert real quickly here. Um, but the bigger point is, um, no, it's, it's not that way. I mean, if you know you're connected to certain entities, so-and-so, and they're acting for you, well, then you're great. But I'm just saying that's what some, he's not the only one, others have encountered. That's why I don't do that. I'll converse. It'll be part of the, the meal, we'll say. So, you know, in a meal, you taste stuff, you smell stuff, you feel stuff, you look at it visually. You take it all in and then you make a decision. So the same thing, and I'm just not seeing that done often. Uh, I'm not saying all the time. I'm just, again, just putting it out. Um, that, yeah, it's not always, it's not always accurate. So that then you have to run it through your own gut instincts. And I don't care if that person walks up with the name badge of pick your name. It doesn't matter. Uh, on the other side, we'll call it. it you can, yeah, I'll just say I've seen them put on uh, facades. So then no matter what, you just got to run it through your own gut instincts or intuition, um, things like that. And like right now, my ear just turned on. My left one's ringing often. It'll be people getting their left ear starting is is it's not always the case but typically that's how i see people initially picking up on the woo-woo frequencies but just thinking oh tonight's like symptoms that's just ringing in my ears and then when you hear that's when you want to start opening up your imagination and just seeing what pops in that's the bluntest way i can put it um or sometimes you'll just hear stuff who knows or, or look around you may see something i'm just telling you there's more to the story when that stuff happens that's your 
your spider senses or, or the metaphysical frequencies going off around you, and then we just got to pay attention. So what, what, what <clears throat> I think what you're saying here is that um, some people are working with spirits that they think are pure souls, and yet it could be, uh, let's say, the uh, darker entities just screwing around with you. It can be, but here's the bigger thing. What people are really doing is they're, I'm going to call it a channel, like a radio station. So countries on one, blues on another. The psychic stuff, like I said before, is on your imagination level. What people are doing is tuning into that station and what's stopping others from entering that station? Nothing, because I've seen it. So there's a, uh, again, I just have to use words we have, Daniel, a frequency um, band so many frequencies that if we can get our imagination into, that's the psychic stuff. And we just have to realize it. And then it's easier to do. Um, but yeah, lots of singers, good and bad ones, can sing on that same one. If they're around you, they pick up and say you're ener really energetic um, just for that moment and you're doing it. Well, others are going to pick up on that. I do. If I walk into a room and somebody's doing the psychic thing, all my spider senses team will go off. I get a direct line of energy too. I get to see all others do too. And then, well, let's just say, well, I want to convince. I want to convince this human to do this. You know, think they may look at us like pawns. Who knows? I'm not like reading all of them, but I'm just telling you that's a thing. So I just don't believe what comes in. I run it through my own BS meter, see, and sometimes it comes in, and you know, I leave it out. It just it's it varies every single time. Well, I know this sounds a little bit um, convoluted, maybe, but I don't I don't get the ringing in the ears or anything. But when I get a signal, I can actually know where the signal is coming in from in my head. What direction is it coming from? And then even if there's more than one signal coming into the same direction, they have a I can feel the different signals. And so, you know, it's like, oh, I'm getting a signal from, you know, ET sources or, oh, you know, that's that one and that's that one. And then I'll get one and I don't know that frequency. And boy, I'll tell you, that's when I stop. And then I check in with Gaia and all the others. Is What is this? Is this all right? You know, um, so there's a lot of ways of being able to perceive it. It's just, you know, whatever, <clears throat> whatever you're you're designed to do basically in my and opinion because mine's changed over the years as i started doing it because i called bs and all this when i started going oh whatever i don't know because my mom was intuitive she didn't do it like a uh for a job or anything but just a family new kind of thing to come and ask her and she didn't know how she it was just there um you know i whatever like typical people called bs and all that and but i'm so um ocd and hyper analytical i guess you'd say that i'll just run it to the nth degree through my head and then if it's a physical thing that I can get involved with and look at it to add to the mix, I'll do that. Um, but then, so confident once it's a, a thing with me, an understanding, well, it is, because I don't forget it, meaning I won't know, well, the psychic thing, like I proved that to myself, I don't know how many times, decades ago, um, just to push it all the way to that. And all of a sudden I had my oh shit moment or aha moment, <laughs> and it was, that's a thing. And then once I had that moment, it got stronger. And then it changes. So then I realized the left ear tie-in was a tie-in to it. But again, not just that. So I'm not saying this is the way you make bread. 
But that was part of it, and I'd realized these weird, subtle sensations of energy I'd feel that I felt my whole life. Everybody does, but we usually just brush them off like, oh, whatever that was. And well, once we start paying attention to it, it does change. It homes more. And just again, like if somebody learned to become a wine taster or connoisseur or whatever it'd be called, um, you know, it just takes time to to refine your taste buds to pick up on those subtle flavors or intricacies between wines or cigars or whatever the thing is in us it's you know energies but it's there because somebody think well i can never do that it all tastes like boone's farm to me um well no it's it's and everybody can do it's just taking that that effort and when when you take the effort and you get the aha moment okay then things morph so you can go further you've changed but now you can see more. It's a continual learning exercise. Yes? Yep. No, it never stops. Never, at least I've never seen it. It, can, it continually changes and expands in the direction you want it to. That's another thing. It's not set. So you're not set on, let's say, psychic level two, if there was some make-believe scale, um, to where that person's on level five. And you know, that can all be changed and modified. I did it overnight once. And again, I don't have a certain words to actually describe this stuff. So I had the realization that it was all in it. I'm not going to go through the whole spiel now, but realization that it's all energy and that this, and those years into the psychic thing already and energy work and doing all that, but not nobody knew about it. It was just me. I didn't tell family, friends, no one. Um, and then I realized, well, wait a minute, because I realized there was an epiphany you had to have, again, or the aha moment kind of thing. And that's what turned stuff on. I'm like, oh, well, let's do that. Boom, had one, decided in that moment. I wanted to be, let's just say, double what I was now. Exactly happened that night. Went to bed, woke up, and the stuff was on more. And I, there's no other, again, I didn't do anything else. Um, no change in diet, no, no secret book I found hidden somewhere. Nothing like that. It was all in my head having realizations. And then with the realizations, yeah, this, the energies change. I mean, again, we've talked about it. That's also what's called the placebo effect. You know, somebody gets tricked, this little pill, a sugar cube, or curia, well, a huge proportion will get healed. And that's just by them believing it. These are too many frequencies that way is all. So you're not even downloading anything. I wouldn't even think of it like that. Well, I I had a uh, very 3D experience, like, you know, that sort of is the same type of thing. When... I first got into the computers, and it, I, I was not like you really early in the game, but I was pretty early in the game. And I knew enough about HTML because that's, I mean, that's what we had to work with at that time. So when I get onto this new computer and this new setup, they said, do you know HTML? And I said, yes. Well, <clears throat> they, they assumed I was some kind of a programmer because I said yes to that. And they, they're taking me all through this internet shit and doing this and doing that. But they didn't tell me how to turn it on, how to start. And it was the most frustrating learning experience I ever had to the point that it brought me to tears. And I walked away from the computer and I went out to the magical Merkaba and I said, look it, I'm over this shit. I said, you want me to do this, then you put it in my head. And I laid down on the energy grid and I fell asleep for a while. And when I woke up, I walked back in there and boom, I've never hesitated since. 
You know, it's like all you have to do is put the parameters up of what you need or what you're perceiving you need. And at that time, I didn't want to I didn't want to muck around learning this shit. Just put it in my head. (laughs) You know, but it's the same sort of thing. And there's so, so many different ways to get the I call it downloading. You know, it's like, uh, and and it, to be honest, with the for the frequency when I'm getting one of those downloads, I can tell what subject matter's coming in. You know, there's a frequency for the science level, for the history level. It's it's like, <laughs> you know, but you can feel these things if you get more and more attuned to the di- changes in energy. You know, like I kind of like, <clears throat> I suppose snicker at people who get all excited about an eclipse of the sun or an eclipse of the moon because it's like yes there's energy changes but this energy changes continually you know that's just another version of it and uh it's true about your own essence your own energy field every uh, moment changes you and then once it changes you it's like opens up another chapter in our expanding experiences and, and evolution as beings. But, um, no, that's interesting about the Bigfoot, I must say. That's why I don't exactly know who they are, because there could be a few different things, or many th- different things, right? Yeah, they, <clears throat> oh yeah, different. That's what I think I just found with it. Um, I'll share it in... Shit. Yep, here we go. So I'll share it in chat. It looks like you may have to watch an advertisement. Uh, that's as, that Bigfoot that's uh, been seen on the train running around. I think he's running oh. through the little side. So it's, there's the link in there um, okay. for those that want to see it. But what I'm saying is I think it's going to force you to like watch an advertisement. I'll see if I can find a better view of it. But anyway. Um, let me let me ask you. Th- I want to go back to, to Jack Osborne for a minute. Because when he's doing like a haunting, when he's going into a haunting situation, he has some equipment there that, well, see, most of these people, I've seen the same equipment, but it never goes off. Nothing ever happens to it. But Jack's equipment goes off all the time. And they've got one that's got like a, a red light on it. Is it a red? Yeah, it's a red light. And it's a little box. And. They'll say, you know, um, if, if, you know, we're going to ask you some questions and if you get the light to go green, it's a yes. If you do nothing, it's a no. And this thing will light up continually. What, do you know that piece of equipment? Oh, yeah, I've got one. Actually, it's funny. I looked at mine yesterday because I'm moving stuff from Mystical Wares to Bigfoot's Den. And I was on another local podcast, I don't know, two days ago or something like that. And, the, and Liz asked me about, you know, have any customers come in and ask you about hauntings at Bigfoot's, at Bigfoot's Den yet? So I got into a little bit of it. And I, then I just, again, randomly opened a bag in Mr. Gore's, I think the next day, which was yesterday, had all that equipment in it. So I'm going to bring it here. I don't know, Nancy, do we tell you, oh, geez, what is that show? Um, listeners here should know it. It's a, probably the most famous one on TV um, with Zach. Zach. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. We got, we went into his it's a pretty famous haunted museum in Las Vegas. Do you remember us talking about that? What, yes. Except for a reason, because they had a certain doll in there from this, that, and the other that wasn't 
that you know, it was on display and you couldn't touch it. It was in a cabinet sort of thing you go through. Uh, and they had the speaker box just in case. Well, yeah, and it happened with, um, what did you say? It's Ozzy's son's name was. It happened, Jack, you said, okay. So he, because he knows it's a thing and it can happen. So then he's holding those frequencies in his um, area. So for me in this example, I was getting that was we walked in front of him. There are other people behind us. The whole thing was on video, I guess. Um, and it just started chit chatting with two different entities coming through full blown English, not just like, you know, spun together words or jumping radio stations um, through this doll and the speaker box they put in front of it. Uh, so <laughs> I say I was just seeing that out because I'm looking at the ladies behind me didn't know what the heck they were getting into because and you weren't supposed to stop in front of it either. Um, okay, all right. Th th this piece of equipment, because he had a, he has another one I wanted to ask you about, which is a, a you know a bigger piece of equipment, and it's got an oscillating uh, visual on it that is full of like staticky stuff. But then voices come through it clear as can be. Yeah, is I know, that I've got that right here on my cell phone next to me. That's just a, so, I, go ahead. What's the difference between that and what you saw there in uh, with the doll? Oh, nothing. It was basically the same. They'll do it different ways, but it's all. And some entities are better at certain frequencies. So that means sometimes it'll. Some aren't so good. So then they'll want the radio one where it jumps stations really fast and it'll get paused or it'll get encouraged to go to a certain station. It's supposed to be random. When a certain word is being said, then you have a patchwork kind of thing going on. Okay, the other ones are where there's lots of static or nothing going on, which is basically what was happening, um, like white noise. And then from there, and you don't have to, in, our, in my case, and Jalissa's, you don't have to listen through it. That just turned off, the thing turned on, like it tuned into the radio station and chitter chatter going. Um, at least for me, I mean, I guess we could have asked the ladies, but I never even thought of that. Um, they're they're pretty pretty active to get out of there. I know they heard stuff because they said so, um, but I didn't really get so into it with them because we were on a live tour um, to say you know exactly. So, but solicited it too. Um, what was I getting out of that? So the ones that just stay kind of white noisy with many frequencies available. It's like they. I only got a, a visual here. In my I'm like grabbing it. You can hone those frequencies into words. Um, when you realize it and so i don't know that's it's, i've never talked about it, so i don't even know how to talk about it, to be honest yeah yeah it's it's fascinating because well i highly recommend it if you just want to have a, a you know clear your mind of all sorts of stuff and just have a kind of a good time his his show is called, just look for jack osborne and uh he's he had a he started getting his sister to go with him kelly now Kelly seems to be sort of like just a kind of, well, she is an oddball, but apparently she has a lot of psychic capabilities, and she's been told that during her life. So she goes out with him, and those are the best shows because she's very entertaining and very real, but also there's all sorts of things that happen around her, and the other mediums that they bring in to, you know, do part of the show um they always are like like you be careful you be careful because you know they can that you you're, you're powerful you're going to get their attention and uh it's very fascinating but when they were sitting there talking to this woman 
I mean, it was unbelievable the response that they were getting with both of those devices. But the and and I, you know they'd say, "Oh, did you hear that?" And I'm going like, "No, I didn't hear that." But then there was another episode, another segment where they were talking with somebody else, and I'm telling you, I could ask, "What's your name, Billy?" I mean, it was like that type of so here, thing. Here, let's do it live. I've got it right here. I've got my tablet next to me too. I'm turning it on. Let's see what you can hear. So I've got. You're not seeing anything. Let me get the audio one. I've got the app, and anybody can get these apps. So let me. I'll hear it's. So, oh, Jettasoft, J-E-D-A-S-O-F-T. So it's called, I'm on an iPhone, Ghost Paranormal Science Toolkit. And in this one, there's a whole dashboard. I can do, um, I have a Lux scope. I mean, visual things so I can hold up my cell phone or tablet in the room with you. And because some of these um, ghost shows, they'll show some weird stick character moving. And that's what that is, is, yeah, it's tracking the heightened energies. Well, that can be on your cell phone. Well, that, that one's freaky. That one is very... I've got that right here. Too bad this isn't a video podcast. Um, but they're all in this app. That's what I'm telling people. All those fancy devices and this, ah, it's all an app now. So and it doesn't cost much of anything. So I'm trying... And we what, was it, what was the name of it again? You said it was... I'm uh, on the dashboard of it now. It's called Ghost Paranormal Science Toolkit. Science. Uh, but there's others. And I actually, if I launched my tablet, right, I think I have two different ones on there. Because remember, we were going to go to the Northern State um hospital and do the the ghost tours and things so i hooked us up with all kinds of trinkets and physical ones not just on the apps i've got the radios you can turn on the jump the stations i've got <laughs> i didn't know we were chatting about us but literally next to me here i've got a FLIR device hooks on the cell phone that will show me differences in temperatures in the room i'll use it at bigfoot's too to see if that cooler is leaking or something but it's good for ghost hunting air quotes there um, I'm literally trying to go jump through these real quickly so you guys can at least hear the audio ones. Um, but it's giving me, it's all, yeah, it's, it's all visual. So it's really what the students giving me all those. So like not right now, if I'm holding it, it's got a, I don't even know what the screen, like an oscilloscope screen is what it looks like. So different frequencies, not the ones of me talking right here, but if something came in somewhere else, um, as well as visual stuff. Where are you getting the app right now? Jettasoft, again, I just reopened it. So this particular one was J-E-D-A-S-O-F-T. Um, I'm really just jumping through this. And Mark, let me know if you have any questions on anything so we don't bore everybody while I'm trying to even get us some audio here. Um, tell you what, there's stuff going, a lot of energy in this room right now where I'm at. I already knew that. Because there go my ears. In conjunction with this um, app I'm using right now, too. Okay, can you set it up so that it's something simple like the light thing going on and off? And can we, you know, just basically try to make a connection with whatever's there with you live on the radio? I'll play with it. Just keep you and Mark start talking. Let me play with this right now. So I'm not. Mark, have you seen Jack Osborne? (laughs) No, I didn't even know about the show. Sounds really fun. Oh, it is fun. Yeah, got to have a lot of those um, kinds of adventures uh, in the Halloween season, right? Or right. The, the fall. Exactly. Well, he, the thing of it, okay, for those that don't know, the dad is, like I said, a, a, you know, a rock star type of thing. His mom is Sharon, and Sharon is a talk show, and she's she's got her own, she's known as a personality anyway. And then there's Kelly, and there's Jack. Well, 
Jack's been doing this paranormal stuff for a while, but he set up this one show that was so funny because he got all of his equipment so that it would feed into his mom and dad's house. And uh, Ozzy and Sharon sat at the house and watched Jack and Kelly go on this very creepy, creepy haunting. And I mean, the 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 two parents are going like I don't know how many times Sharon said to to Ozzy, "Why are they doing that?" And he'd say, "I don't know." You know, it was like it was just hysterical. But um, I think that was the first time Kelly actually had gone out, and she's really, really, uh, like I say, very entertaining because she's so real. But they've gotten they did a. a uh, the Queen Mary, they were on the Queen Mary all by themselves. Well, with their film crew. But it was that one was like, oh, wow. Uh, best haunting shows I've ever seen. But I think it's because they do it with uh, respect for the, the ghosts or the spirits or whoever's there. And an openness to whatever happens. But they then are see the humor in things. Because they're so very funny by nature, uh, so it's 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 just such good entertainment that I can't. Okay. Uh, Got it going. Okay. Well, this is the weird one. This is the one that you can hear jumping radio stations where you get legit words. Let me play that for just a moment here, and it may bug everybody. Let me turn that. Okay, I'm going to stop that because it's going to annoy the heck out of everybody, including me. Which is yeah. why using that, it's like, oh my gosh, shut it off. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, let's jump in. And then around here, we have a lot of um, Latino radio stations too, so you can hear a lot of Spanish stuff in there. So that's a little harder to. So that, I'm not a fan of that particular one. The others, yeah, I've got probably a dozen on here. Um, they're, they're visual. So, yes, I can have them on here in the background. In fact, I'll leave the dashboard going, um, but make sure that audio is so, down. So, so you actually were picking that up over your phone? Yeah, that's – let me turn it down. Okay. So now everything's on. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different – um there's not a name for it but different things going on some are picking up frequencies in the room some are looking at visuals some are jumping through radio stations like that i have another audio one where and somebody's doing it right now they're typing on a keyboard not me some whatever's going on here it's a how do i tell you this well can i get a screenshot let me do that and you guys will see what i'm kind of talking about here and i'll get a screenshot and i'll send it and i'll put it in chat there i Okay, I actually figured that one out. Um, so there is something here, and I'll show you in a moment. Um, I don't know, typing something on this keypad. So it's a keypad with a bunch of letters on it, and it'll start highlighting them is what's going on. And then you're just supposed to – it'll record it too, by the way. So it's not like you have to go there um, really, really quickly and, and read it that fast. Okay, so in chat here, this will be just a moment. Um, let me get back to the app now. Yeah, there's a lot going on in there. So here's, but also as again, those in chat, I'm sorry, only um, we'll we'll see how overwhelming it can be. And there's the image. 
So on that app, and when for those again, this is a lot for those that are looking at it, I can click on any of those sub programs in there. So you see a whole lot of graphs, and you're like, what the heck am I even looking at? Um, but when you click on them, it opens up more. So like the geoscope. I'm not quite sure what that one is, but that one's kind of going off the charts right now. Um, so is the EVP one, the electronic voice phenomenon. So again, all these different. So, so, so you're actually getting signals that are from the other dimension or wherever these people are. I mean, they're there in physical, uh, but not. In, you, so it's is they're working already. Oh yeah, they'll work pretty quickly, especially when I'm using them. Like that EVP one. Let's just go so that those who are looking at the image can see something on the console there. So that was. Let's go to the top where it says the console, and you see some yellow, some green, and um, orange. Well, that's stuff happening in the in the room. It's picking up right now. What you guys aren't seeing is everything on here is in flux. Right, Susan. Okay, this thing just spelled out Susan to me. So I'll try and watch this, and I'm hold this up in my hand. Okay, I got too much to tell you. This is going to annoy people. <laughs> I know I'm all over the place, but what's going on now is on the EVP where I mentioned um, – it has a keyboard basically, or I keep saying it's, but okay, there's a keyboard and energy is being put towards different words. And of course this app is smart. So the people programmed it to when it randomly, you know, gets a word, they're uh, furious. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. The word furious just came up. Um, so somebody's typing that, Susan's furious about something. And I haven't looked at it. So what I would do and this, I would then connect if I wanted to, connect to a Susan and see what's going on. Say, what are you mad at? You know, if that's, there goes my ear. So there's definitely something well, to this. Well, go ahead, talk to her. I oh, mean, I don't just... know that I want to. Hang on. Oh, all right. What's Bonita? Okay. okay, somebody tell me what Bonita is, because I don't know. How do you B -O spell? B-O-N-I-T-A. Ooh, I can feel her in here. I wonder if she's the one, because there was a female downstairs, and she wasn't, that's, that's interesting. I don't use like doing this stuff on air, because it, and I'm watching this at the same time. But there was a female, they'd call it a ghost, downstairs in the uh, basement here. And this basement's 8,000 square feet, I think. Um, I don't know if, name, if her name was Susan. Well, hang on. Oh, why, did you, why don't you ask her just, you know, well, are you female yeah. I saw downstairs? <laughs> okay, here. No, I'm not doing it because we're live on the air. And I'm not going to tie everybody listening in. I'm at... I'm in the den. It uh, looks like Dolly's asking. So I'm in upstairs on the third floor at Bigfoot's den in my office. So two stories below me is the basement. Um, yeah, and that's huge down there. Like I said, so it's equal. It's a, the buildings. I don't know, rectangle loosely, maybe a hundred and something feet long by 60, 70 feet wide. And it's a, the footprints exactly that. So it's all three stories are the same. Um, well, other than there's no floor on the second one, I mean, in part of it. Uh, anyway, let me hold this app back up. I don't know if Mark is or anybody has any questions. It's like, oh, Susan's trying to chat some more. Literally, when I just picked up the phone. So that ties in what you're talking about with Jack and uh, Kelly. I think her name was um, Kelly. Is she's a psychic medium, by the way? Um, oh, crazy going off the charts. When those adept people. Um, they already know that again, I always like to go wide here because everybody can hone that. So nobody think for a second they can't. Anybody can download this app and play with it. Um, she's trying to chat now and then get it to go off more. 
and for, I don't know, I can't explain it how or why, but that is a thing when you have both parties aware, meaning let's just say those disincarnate and those incarnate in a body um, can communicate through these things. And it's not ghosts anyway, by the way. Most of these ones are uh, what we would call spirit guides or, I mean, all kinds of, somebody just literally reset my cameras at the entranceway to the basement. So I'm, I wish you guys had visuals and you'd go crazy seeing my office. So right here to the left of my of my screen where I'm looking at the chat room right now, to the left is a tablet which has a security camera on it. And the one for the basement, I don't know what the heck just happened. It just went all crazy, shuttered and came back up. And that's where I was talking about that all this stuff was, was with apparently Susan. I said, well, I, get, I, th I think you got your answer then. Yes, I am. Well, it is her, yeah, now, because I literally just looked at the phone. There it goes, show. She told me, it was dead calm. I'm laying on the, the phone, I'm talking about, because I had it laid down here on my desk, and I just did it again, picked it up, and now she started chatting again, and I just laid it back down, because I don't want to chat right this moment. Just because I'm just doing it, I'm getting kind of a little frustrated, because I can imagine how boring this would be for listeners when you were talking about all these visual things. I'm not, well, I'm not bored. Okay. Are you bored, Mark? Refer. Mark, are you there? Are nope, you bored? Nope. Dolly, are you bored? <clears throat> Refer a student. Something about referring a student. Anyway, and there's lots of these other. So back to the app real quick. And she's still talking. Emergency. Um, so, I mean, now she's doing a whole conversation. I'm like, this is just too much to go over there. On these apps, though, you can do, so like I said, there's nine different uh, sub things going on here. Uh, Luxuscope. So, again, you can do visuals. So, if I was downstairs in the basement right now with this app, I would click the little button and go, I want the visual one. And I would see that there's a couple versions of it. Stick figure, that green like stick man is what they usually look like on those um, shows. You'd have that on your cell phone. Why, why, don't you, why don't you push it and see if she's next to you? I can. Let me see. Is that the Lux one? I'll do the visual one. I'm just going to close all that down. Because I was on the dashboard one, which is the image you guys see. It's all at once. So I'm going to hone it down to just... Oh, what's going on in here? There's all kinds of crazy stuff going off in my speakers, various speakers. She tried... It's, I think it's because I shut down the app. I think she's trying to chat still because right now it's coming over my video and I didn't know there's a speaker on it. I'm sorry, my camera, my video camera on top of the monitor. There's she's trying to chat through that right now. There's stuff coming through there that I've never heard before. Um, but I can't figure out what's called Twilight, maybe. I haven't used this in so long. Oh, here we go. So now, if, actually, this is a different one. So it's like night vision. I've seen everything green in my office because that will pick up certain frequency layers i'm actually going to change it to a different one um and they'll try and you know you'll try and get the entity to you know show itself on that one um i think this is the one i want oh yeah here we go so i'll let you know if anybody comes you know walking i can see down the hallway kind of too tell you what i'm close enough to the speaker if i hang out my office window i'm literally over the stage and the whole so i can scan the whole floor down there at once if anybody's trucking around down on uh, the first floor of bigfoot's den it's easier if this if it's darker out there because it picks up more and of course i have all the lights on um it wasn't showing anything right now but i just want to make sure oh well nope it detected you nancy <laughs> i swung the camera by the um the monitor 
and your face is up because it's in a graph. So all of a sudden, yep, you're that. So I'm going to just set the phone down. We'll chit chat about whatever we want to go to, and I will keep it pointed down. Oh, let's record. I'll just keep it recording because then I'll give you guys a uh, look at it really quick. Okay, well, I don't know. Looks like it's recording to me. So I'll leave it going, and we'll just see if somebody wants to come visit me in my office. Come on up here, Susan, if you want to chat. <laughs> I'm open to that. Not as nice now, but I know I would. I don't care. Okay. Anyway, let's I'm just trying to literally balance this thing. So we have it. All right. Anyway, so what do you want to chat about? I have the cell phone up. I don't know if you want to chat about that ghost box anymore. Um, and it's looking down my hallway. Again, these things are fun at night because you have it picks up. There's it's harder to manifest in when there's so much um, you know, visual light spectrum around you. Light light. So now do they do they 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 have a lot of hauntings and stuff during electric storms are they pulling off of the energy of the atmosphere oh, they absolutely and we had a big one yesterday like i said there's a tree 50 foot tree at least i don't know 50 foot in my front yard missed the house by like five feet um that dropped it uh and yeah so there's a huge i don't know if it was electrical power going on and off and huge rain and windstorm yesterday and yes something just moved down the hallway um it's not still going though it was just a quick little what it does is throw little green dots up on the screen and if it picks up enough flux of energy in that area and it's not choosing where to put it and it happens to be enough it'll put a little stick figure it'll connect the dots is what i'm saying because it, if it connected the dots and it was round then you know whatever but if it, often it'll formed like a stick man um yeah he has that too it's it, it's very creepy because um kelly had it in her hand and he was walking down this hall that was you know supposedly highly haunted and all of a sudden she went he's right behind you <laughs> you know she could see it on the thing mm -hmm. and something happened i was i was coming back from the kitchen and i didn't quite get it you know um but it was so strange because he he immediately something happened and he immediately ran out of there i mean scared you know and she's running out of there so it was like oh yeah because i mean another time it was right in front of her <laughs> yeah yeah i'm just jumping through here in the background going through now i'm gonna try different apps because it was hard to keep that one in one even as a barometer so if i want to do that it'll check uh yeah well that one definitely works huh um yeah just different different variations in the in the area you know because some things can affect that and i have no idea why one can do the other not that anybody's asking um but some can just communicate on different i just keep calling it frequencies um i'm looking at twilight here see what this one is like yeah. a very night vision thing going on here so it's amazing the equipment that they have out there now i'll put this down yeah. oh yeah and you can get on your app too, or i mean your app you can get on your tablets and that's what we did so you can walk around and just send them what i did was set them all up on one table i have a geiger counter military geiger counter too um lots of emf meters and readers some with visual um gauges on them that will spin i've got some that light up um all kinds of things i'll turn them all on at once including a pendulum sitting there hanging on a not me holding it so remove the human 
and no fans going off in the room and hanging that pendulum up there. Um, even one that draws in sand, by the way, it's somewhere in my office. I haven't set up yet, but I've got one where a pendulum, just metal. So for those who don't know, something heavy on a string. And this one happens to be a, a pointed one that will ho hover just above a thin layer of sand. And then you just kind of shake it, even the sand out. And you can start chit-chatting there. Now I walk away, and all of a sudden you can come back, and there'll be uh, geometry, sometimes sacred geometry things, or stuff in there from the pendulum moving. So it draws in the sand as you know it moves. So when uh, I'll put all, all that stuff. Oh heck, anybody could build their own for five bucks, um, and get the fine-grained sand if you're going to do it or salt or something like that that can actually hold a shape. Um, you'll figure it out. Just drag your finger in it. I'll put all that stuff on the table. I have a video of this somewhere, um, and then. Just see what goes off, because basically I'm thinking, you know, throw it all at the wall and let's see if somebody shows up and and some will communicate over three or four of the trinkets, some one, um, just the whole way. So and we did that mystical wares before. I took some of them. I think we walked around. I don't think we did the table thing at Northern State Hospital. Um, so there's we. We walked around. I mean, we had input from them, but we weren't. We didn't lay them all on the on the table at once at that place yet. I don't think we ever had a chance. We'll try it here. Maybe I'll do something. People already asked me to do some uh, haunting thing. I'm not going to do it in the basement with with customers or anything. But I mean, to go down there and I'll put the trinkets up and just see what pops off. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of that, man. You know, I mean, I know that Bigfoot's den is not woo-woos you know the other one is but to have a place where you can do woo-woo stuff would be uh of course you know you got to be careful people will start messing with your equipment <laughs> no i don't leave it out where anybody can get it and i don't get into the woo-woo around here I'm, some people know you know who i am kind of thing from mystical wares but um i don't go advertising that stuff and i hear the now it's just having fun there, but there's a lot of I'm, it's not like the the locals here in cedar woolly don't know about the building in over 100 years they've all got stories some have already asked me again to you know put some something up so they can leave their stories and that was a good idea i'll maybe put a place yeah but i, I don't want them to think that i'm turning it into some big old ghost place either because i'm not i've already it's i've got a shungai spear sitting five feet from me on that i shared a picture in the last podcast on top of that old safe um that's not the only piece they got a probably three pound piece in the window behind me too it's all over the place no, we're energy clearing it too. Yeah, there's uh, there's so much out there, you know. And like I say, they're getting better and better and better at it. Now, another another thing that that's, that's happening here is that um, we've got the Oak Island is going to be starting up again, and they're very close to, well, maybe close to finding a treasure vault down there. Have you ever looked at that show? Have you ever gotten any feeling off of it? Because the feeling that I get off of it is that whatever's down there was put there by the Templars. And that there's some kind of a thought form controlling the access to it. And it can't be revealed until the world is ready for it. That's sort of my overall view of oak island have you ever spent any time looking at it or thinking about it or can you see it now well there's no synchronicity for you somebody brought that up to me two or three days ago 
Um, and I don't sit around talking about it. And I haven't watched it. I watched some of the episodes when it first came out. I don't know how many years ago. Um, wondering why they didn't. I don't know. They probably have by now. You know, just test the water. They can see how much gold's in the water. Well, it, uh, yeah, but it took them eight years to do that, Derek. Eight years. Wow. Eight Maybe years. they should talk to a gold prospector. Huh. It took, um, it took, yeah, it took a, a geologist type. And he said, well, by, well part of it was that they had continually thought they knew what they were doing. So they continually were putting in small boreholes. And then every once in a while, they'd put in a big one. So the whole area had all these uh, boreholes in it. So they just basically, you know, took samples from the boreholes, and they were able then to trace the gold. And when they got the first reports, and they're reporting to the the Oak Island group, um, the scientists were, they said, we're finding gold in the water. And one of the guys said, well, gold like, you know, gold in the concept of a, a bus, a bug, you know, a Volkswagen, or like a Mack truck. And the guy said to him, oh, it's bigger than a Mack truck. That's how, <laughs> how much gold seems to be down there. But again, I go back to the, to the fact that, you know, I feel like there's something very, very special about that whole what's happening there because you know part of what we talk about in the concept of mineralogy is the advancement of our imagination if you can't imagine it's not going to happen and what i get from i mean this is this is this is like one of the, maybe the biggest uh show on television as far as the type it is and there's so many people that I mean, my God, I, I'm one of them. I, I think I came in after the second uh, year. But it's like, you know, is this ever going to end? I mean, well, this this season, oh, no. You know, it goes on and on. But it's teaching people to think outside the box. And if you've got a large group of people watching these guys do what they've done, and find out what they found out about the Templars, about history. It, it's amazing how much um, influence I think they have on the collective consciousness. Because people are finding out that, you mean Christopher Columbus didn't discover America? No, the Vikings were here before them. And the Templars were here, you know, doing all sorts of crazy ass things throughout the area. It's just a, an amazing, and then and they even brought in a connection between the American Revolutionary founding fathers and the whole thing in Oak Island and the Templar connection up there. So there's, it's just a massive amount of education that I think is going on with it. And I think that when humankind gets to a particular frequency, then the, I mean, because they, they have, and they, they got to the point where they're admitting it. You know, that they get stopped with woo-woo stuff. Things that shouldn't happen, happen. And it's like they think they're almost there and it kind of blows up in their face. It's like something is always stopping them from getting to the final episode, so to speak. And so it's, it's yeah, and now that's starting up again. So we'll see what happened in this last, because they have to film it during the summer. Because um, they're far north and they can't, 
actually the the ground gets too tough to be able to work with and too cold <laughs> you know it's just too cold to work out there so anyway um mark is there anything you wanted to say about what we've been talking about um yeah so it had me thinking about uh you know especially the this autumn and, and halloween season it's, it's you know, excuse for people to dress up, have fun, and go to the parties and stuff. But um, wonder if Derek has ever tried any other uh, paranormal apps or even tools. Maybe like his top three favorites that he can recommend to people. I know we only have a few minutes left, but maybe we could go into the next hour on that. So we've had Karen McDonald on this show in Radio Five G, and then her. I like her um, genius biofeedback app that does aura photography using your voice. So that's always been helpful. Um, or, I mean, it's also pretty expensive. So maybe if um, you know, for fun, people can get a more cheaper version app that that does that too. Um, any ideas on that? Uh, I actually like using our Shanghai pendulums. I don't even know if they're on the website, but they should be. That where we stack three different size Shanghai beads on a silver chain, and then a Shanghai one at the end. And that's a whole energy spin on it, of course. Um, but anything, a rock from your driveway with a piece of string on it will work as a pendulum. But it's holding a set frequency. Even that rock is. And that's why I like the integration of Shungite because it's always moving the energy. So I think an Etch-a-Sketch that's always being cleared, um, open from communication and not having a tendency one way or another. So if you get a pick up a certain crystal one or a wood one or this one or that one, I'm not saying any more bad because really they can all work. But that's just another aspect of it you need to be aware of as that energy worker using a pendulum which is why you go to the shungite ones um and you can make your own get some shungite beads um just put enough so it's heavy enough and, and whatever string or length you're comfortable with on the chain and it's we like the sterling silver to get that silver in there um so and then the apps this the one i had mentioned earlier would be probably the one that you know i would use um but really i just do it all so meaning have the the EMF meters are like 20 bucks on, on Amazon or your maybe local hardware store um, where you can get that, turn that on. And that's a thing because that often these entities can uh, interfere with those, those frequencies or energies. Um, so you can, and honestly, you have to walk around your house and, and check, do that as well, since you have the thing, if you do get it, but just set it on a table where it's going to be in a, a known spot where it's kind of zeroed out and then use that as one. So there's lots of ways of doing it and really anything on your phone that will give you a visual feedback um, will do it. So even some of the, the step um, apps. So if you're walking, you want to count your steps. And so set your phone down, turn it on. And all of a sudden the steps start changing. So not that that's the most exciting way to do it, but I'm just saying you can get creative and do anything like that. Um, so and there's cheap ways to do it. So you don't, don't necessarily have to sell, you know, spend money. I don't know how close we are to uh, break, Nancy. It looks like maybe a minute or so. A minute, yeah. Okay. Should I take the break, I guess, huh? Sure, I don't know. Yep, that'll work. All right, here we go. Thank you. 
never gonna go away. And welcome back to the second hour of the Shungite Reality Show. It's October 17th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit and Mark Joseph. You guys back? I am. Yes. Okay. So, um, Mark, you said you had some things that you wanted to put out on the table. You want to do that now? I just wanted to make sure Derek uh, had already gone over some of the stuff um from the last question, any other recommendations for, um, you know, because Halloween you get people over, uh, parties, socials, and then rather than, you know, uh, messing around with the Ouija board, you have tools in, in your shop. You got the different pendulums, uh, pendants. Uh, what's kind of some good, um, uh, you know, safer, uh, and then also your take on, on the Ouija board, your safer tools people can apply not just in your store but you know i mentioned apps or other tools um but primarily your store first okay um yeah i've, I've actually recreated what's what they call the ouija board and things like that in different ways so i'm not a fan of the one they put out for a lot of reasons because they do hide a lot of stuff in that one um but what does work well to help you communicate so if you're using a pendulum would be a piece of shungite rubber you can put that on a table in front of you hold your pendulum over it um, so now you've got a, like a, a sandwich of energy there and you can put, and what you can do is print out on a piece of paper, an alphabet, a yes or no, a scale. You can do it in a graph form. There's hundreds of types people have come up with. So it doesn't have to look like the whole art, um, alphabet and a Ouija board with a yes or no in the corners and a big old eyeball in the middle sometimes and a planchette, the thing you put your fingers on. You don't even need to get involved in all of that. Um, I would just do your own way or thing if somebody was looking to do it because there's no wrong way. It's going to move wherever that is. It really has nothing to do with the, the layout. Um, but I'm saying don't start with somebody else's recipe. And then I've laser, not that everybody can do it, but I've laser etched it into a piece of Shanghai rubber, like, you know, a, a spirit board. It's called different things as well. I forget what it's called. Um, 
But anyway, that type of stuff. Uh, and if you're using a, a pre-made thing, I'd suggest what I always do is I, of course, integrate Shungite in it, be it, I'm not sure whatever thing we're talking about, but powder in it. Or if, you, if you're going to use that Ouija board because you've had it forever and you know, love it, well, I'd slap a Shungite sticker on the back of it or something like that. Um, to just, again, keep energy moving there so it doesn't it doesn't again it's hard to even talk about these things because it doesn't really make sense but it does help it in a beneficial way um as far as anything else would be i've got i'm wearing two shungai bracelets right now um and a pendant so yeah if you can wear if you're into the jewelry thing wear that always have it on you when you're doing any of this stuff or even out at night because yeah a lot of people are i'll say some of the population is doing things out there that a lot of us never think about on days like Halloween, and I'm gonna keep it that vague. So, yep, often stuff will be picked up on a perceived or entities come in and, you know, um, more often in those times because there's a whole lot more focus and energies toward it. So then if you're gonna be in that heightened environment, it doesn't mean don't go outside, get scared of the ghosts and goblins. Um, no, it just means take care of your own space. And that's like we were already talking about, keeping Shungai on you in some way or another. So then you can really open it up to almost anything we got because just shove it in your pocket. Um, but And then don't go out in nothing but it is, but don't go out in fear thinking, well, on this Halloween night, I'm going to see actual ghosts and goblins coming to get. No, you can. You just won't tune into that part of it. Um, you know how it's just like, but you know, we're consciously choosing if we think about that, um, where a lot of people walk around not thinking about things. So they're kind of unconsciously choosing. So that doesn't, it doesn't become part of their reality. So I'm saying you can choose what part or how much or how little of this reality you perceive at any given time. And that's a big thing a lot of us don't realize. They think, well, I'm always turned on or I'm always dimmed down where I don't pick up on her. This, at any given moment, you just have to have some of these tips and tricks available in your head to think about. You can tune in or tune out on all sorts of stuff. And I don't say it that way, but I do get into some of those tips and tricks on that inner expansion it's a free class on uh, mystic Warriors youtube channel if somebody's interested I'm sure there's probably a link on our website somewhere but in there there's actually a link on the radio oh, okay. that up at the top so yeah, the chat is just I'm not like chumming for sales because you don't buy anything there it's free but and you anybody listening you probably heard probably everything i get you in that but it's, it, it's all about hearing it a different way or hearing it another time or hearing it while you're in a certain space around you because that can change too so that's why not just that class but other videos and uh podcasts you're going to listen to again because you'll have you'll pick up on more even books a lot of books are that way actually anything by richard bach is that way if you i'm sure a lot of the listeners know who he is he lives in an island nearby here apparently um, but any of his stuff yeah, it's one of those things where you'd want to read them several times because you're going to have more awareness every single time. You know, I've read the books where they call the Emerald Tablets and uh, go on from there. There's, just, there's lots of things like that out there available, and there's always multiple layers. Because as you know more, when you read it, you understand more, you get more from it. So it's like becoming a new cook. Don't jump into the, the really intricate, and I, again, I don't know what I'm talking about, the really intricate recipes or cookbooks um, before learning the basic ones. But once you do have that understanding, then you can reread stuff or listen to it, and you're going to get more out of it again. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. yeah, thank yep. you.
Um, let me see. Oh, any, anything coming up uh, for towards Halloween that you recommend? Um, if you have interviews or I know uh, you you just had them your fair on Saturday, but any any interviews you have coming up events? Um, I do. I don't. Did it come out, Nancy? I had that crow triple. Well, you might know, Mark. I had a crow trip. Oh, I think it came out like a week ago. Maybe we played it. We played it last week. Oh, did you? Oh, that's right. See, that's how hard. I literally work seven days a week, and I'm not kidding. So I don't even know what came out when or when it. Um, oh, the last, the last Shanghai show. It's in the first hour of it. Oh yeah, and then if you subscribe to Crow, which is well worth subscribing to if you're able to, there is second hours to all of these shows, and I've, I don't know, I've probably been on it four or five times. Uh, but forget about me. There's so many great people on the Crow Triple Seven podcast that you can listen to. Um, I did a, a podcast here locally. Um, I don't recall the name right now, um, but I don't know that really anybody here local listens to me on podcasts. Um, so, or what I'm about to get into and in answering your question here at Bigfoot's Den, yeah, there's going to be a Halloween. I guess the local school does a Halloween parade down the main street here. It's actually called Metcalf, but it's, I think the old, old city's main street. And we're, I think the biggest building on it and right in the corner. Um, so they're going to be coming by, but we're not, we're still waiting on the health inspection um, to come in. So the health department to come in and inspect the kitchen to give us the thumbs up and, and open. So we're not going to be open, I doubt, by then. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and put on the, the Bigfoot costume and we're going to buy, you know, piles of, yes, really bad candy and take it out there and, and other things because we're going to bring some crystals, some polished rock necklaces, I think, some free gift cards for the game floor up here and give that out. So we'll be doing that on whatever day they're doing it. I don't know that it's on Halloween exactly. I'll have to look. But again, that's for the locals. And, um, if they want to come. Well, there's somebody local listening, Justin. Um, so hopefully we'll see my buddy here um, once we open. And so yeah, he's probably the only one listening actually that will get to show up here physically. I'm looking forward to that too. Um, do we have topics for the second hour, Nancy? Yeah, no, I no, have a whole sorry, list here. cut you off, but dollars asking my bad candy. No, I'm not gonna go buy bad candy. All candy's bad. I'm just kind of making fun of it, saying it's you know, unless there's some really good organic candy out there I don't know about. Um, no, we're just gonna buy the normal Costco bags of candy that everybody's expecting, um, is all I was really talking about. Yeah, so on that, on that vein, um, what are some like uh, safer. Yeah, because, I mean, Halloween's on a Tuesday, so it, it'll be interesting that we get to do the, you know, Nancy, your show's on a Tuesday, considering it's all um, energy and paranormal stuff. That'll be fun. But um, a lot of people tend to celebrate it the weekend before and the week before, you know, different costume parties, things like that. So what are some safe preps and buys people can do, n not just mindset or uh, safety, security, things like that, but, I mean, your store has the S4 coasters, um you know people pulling pranks so s4 coasters will be good to restructure re-energize different kinds of liquid shungai honey of course is a good um uh high quality treat for people to, to gift if, if people like gifting people around that time um and then another big thing too is movies where uh people like to watch their favorite movies um in like in the theater um you know, or wherever people do the binge watch thing and, and the better couch or a chair. So the S4 magnet, like if you're going to 
even just go to the theater, you can bring the S4 magnet in and find the metal screw and put that S4. So that, I mean, a lot of like the, the bigger theaters here, IMAX and, and Dolby, uh, they have free Wi-Fi in the, in the building. I mean, obviously most buildings. So if you have an S4 magnet on your, you know, the metal bolts of the seat, that'll help. Maybe you could explain that. And then, um, you know, as, as do, anywhere we're going to be stationary for hours to have an S4 magnet on your, um, um, wherever you're sitting. So um, I know there's a bunch of questions there, but definitely something to, to go off on, right? Yeah, no, no, you brought the Halloween thing. So if people haven't already Shungai gridded their property, I would do that. Not that, you know, I have to hurry up and get done for Halloween. It's just a good idea no matter what, just to keep the orgone energy flow. So all the different frequencies and energies just moving and staying in alignment with each other at any given time would be the best way of saying that. Toss some chunk in your yard. You don't you have to think grid. Um, like, well, it has to be in this pattern. I have to do it. Walk five feet this way. No, get a fistful of nuggets. Walk around. You can do the specific grids if you want. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying is you don't need to. You can go out there and just toss them. Throw them whatever you, how many? Look at your hand. What, you got 15 nuggets or five nuggets, whatever the thing is. Loosely disperse it around your property. Um, so it's, you know. Just disperse that way, you know, um, equally as much as you can, but definitely don't need to go OCD on it. Um, and you, you weren't saying that, but I'm just elaborating a little bit. So that's what I would do on that one. And what I do at the movie theaters, if I go, I'll, of course, always take care of your own space first. So go in armored. And I always wear a bracelet. So I have the Shanghai bracelet on, which is sitting right there on the armrest. So I'm touching it anyway. With It's, it's a cosmic Shanghai bracelet. So then it's touching the armrest that I'm touching too. Um, I hadn't put a magnet on the chair. That's a, not a bad idea at all. And because um, it's going to do nothing but benefit things, but take care of the space before you go in. So, and that just means give it thought. And it's not, it doesn't take five or 10 minutes or anything like that to do. Just think, nope, I'm going to be sitting down in this chair. I'm going to have my, in my case, I use that, you know, that bucky ball filled with love energy. I'm going to imagine it around those chairs because I'm, Always going to be with somebody, probably. Um, so take care of whoever you're with. Um, and then hold that'll hold that space in there. So then you'll just be less affected by uh, everybody's cell phones and the Wi-Fi you were talking about that's available. Same thing up here. Um, I noticed it someplace that was yesterday. Got a hidden other wall. Here's our... But you can turn your cell phone and see 20 different, you know, hotspots available or not. They're still, you know, there. So that's why I always focus on taking care of your own space first. Um, but no, the magnets wasn't a bad idea. Just remember to get it because that could get kind of expensive if you forget your magnets. But everybody would be benefited past you or after you too. Yeah. Um, I was, I wrote a note down here joking that, you know, those magic eight balls, if you do a you, cosmic silver shungite on the wall, because it's basically liquid in there. So if you do, if you put the cosmic silver shungite next to the magic eight ball, it could probably give better readings, better chances for whatever you intend next to the tools you're recommending. Yeah, that's funny. I wonder if you could open them up, because I actually have one of those things. I mean, I don't know, probably Olivia gave it to me or something. So I have this, uh, one of the gag joke things in one of my offices. And yeah, no, it's, that's funny. I have to try it around there. I'll grab one of these times, times when I do a session. Um, and say, okay, well, here's where I actually get my answers, and just shake it and see see the response I get. Uh, let me let me just jump in here for a minute because I want you to. All right, when when we we started getting the magnets when 
I asked Walt to make me something that I could use as a bracelet. And so that's where the basic concept of the magnet came in. And then we found out it did all sorts of things. But I also did more research into magnet healing, magnetic uh, healing type of things. And you have to be really careful with the magnets. Do you want to talk about that so that people don't think, well, why put it on the chair if I can put it in my pocket? Or do you think there's not a problem if it's on your body? Because there's a positive and a negative. And they say that, you know, if you've got one side, go. I'm not going to remember which was, goes which way, but one way, you know, is a good thing and then the other way is not such a good thing. Are you familiar with that, Derek? I should probably unmute before I start answering. Um, yeah, I'm familiar with that. I've seen the bracelets and they'll do this, that, and the other. The problem is our energy fields or bio fields change instantaneously all the time. So there's never a time that I've ever seen where, yep, that person should have that magnetic bracelet or those magnet insoles pointing up and down in this certain spot all the time. That's not a thing um, that I've ever seen. So where it, and yes, there's things you can do with muscle testings, like they'll say stand, or even we got, I don't know how many that do it around us, naturopaths and uh, chiropractors, they will do the muscle testing with the Cosmic Silver Shine Guide and they'll see the differences. One leg will extend. It's, Similar type of things can happen if you're on magnets. I'm not saying the same results. Remember, being real specific here. Different changes can happen um, if you use in copper. So there's lots of people that wear copper socks where some of the thread in there is copper. And, you know, there's all sorts of recipes out there on that stuff. The problem I've seen with a lot of it is it's that set formula or recipe all the time. And we're always changing. So sometimes people need to heighten their energy fields and do this out of the other and that restricted them. And that's happened with me. That's how I learned that. Cause I had, it was magnet insoles. Somebody bought me to try out and I had a basically a, a rubberish plastic insole with a bunch of little tiny earth magnets peppered throughout the thing. Um, and they were saying, you know, asked me to test it out. And I've had dozens of different trinkets given to me to try out to see what effect they've had or not, or, um, and I just am never a fan of those because they, kept limiting me it, it it'd be like saying you got to wear that pair this is gonna be a weird analogy but that pair of pants all the time well what if i'm running i don't want to wear that type of pants you know maybe i want shorts i don't, I don't really have a, a way to describe that one better but i'm just saying we we all change and we're in different states all the time and those limit us so even the magnet ones on braces i had somebody giving me one with a magnet and again i don't like you i don't remember if it was north up south down on this particular magnet but you're supposed to wear it on this wrist so i'm like okay well so for visual i'll do my for those listening i don't know what character in x-men does this but somebody well dr strange kind of and he's not x-men but whatever i'm trying to give you a character so one of those guys or gals they heightens energy in the heart chakra and can send it out their hands and you can see it and that's that's similar to one of the things i can do so when i started doing that i would go okay um let's light them and i'm doing it right now i should probably not light them up and see and that limited one of my hands and actually it changed it such that i got a zap in my hand a shock down it was on my ring finger on one of my fingers um so didn't like that because i wanted to have you know my my woo woo hands ready to go um full bore when i needed them and that was not a good thing so and, it, and let's say that you're somebody that doesn't perceive stuff well then how are you going to know and i've had people come in and they say 
they've had stuff hidden everywhere, not just say on their body, in different spots and pockets, um, in a pendant hidden under their shirt to see if I would pick up on it. I've been tested every which way you could imagine. Um, and then they would ask me, you know, was this beneficial? And they weren't doing it in a bad for a bad reason, so don't get me wrong. But they were wanting legit feedback, so I'm like, oh, that's not a bad idea. I actually told them the first ones is just started coming and telling me it. Um, or they'd have a box in front of me and not open it and ask if this thing in there was good for them. And, you know, I mean, it, it just goes the whole gambit. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out why I was getting into that one there. Oh, they they wear different, well, often they were pendants, but sometimes they were like this back wrap. So um, that you're supposed to wear that was full of this crystal or this, you know, basically like an orgone device. Um, tried to be built into a, a, a clothing item or something like that, and they would wear it. And so, um, no, the, often it was limiting them. You need them for times. So then, and I'm not saying any of these things are bad because they can all be beneficial. Well, the things I'm talking about, I'm sure there's not so good stuff. But use your intuition individually is all the best I can say because you're not going to get a manual with the thing telling you you need to do it. Well, you probably will, but I wouldn't listen to it. You got to do it four hours a day, every day for seven days, this, that, and that. Okay, well, everybody's different. Um, and you're in different energy environments too. So, yeah, it's, that's a big can of worms. Uh, to, to be honest with you, I think that the, the one thing that I would always recommend is the shungite rubber, the, the silver oh. shungite rubber. Um, I've had it in my shoes for, I don't know, well, eight years at least. And it, it, and the reason being that every time we take the shungite and we put it into a different medium, there is a change in the overall feeling frequency of the device. Let's call it a device. In the shungite rubber, it's closely matched to the frequency of a cat's purr, which is a very low frequency, low level frequency. And I was talking to somebody about it, and I used the phrase, it's the life frequency energy. And it made me stop and I thought, well, that's really interesting. So to me, that's the safest way of being able to continually reground, 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 rebalance, re be stable. Um, and it, it goes beyond just the shungite because uh, at that frequency, you're, you're locking into a very powerful healing frequency that I think is emitted by Gaia herself. Just my two cents. Over yeah, you. I have two of those. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, everybody sure. should have one in the bed, the, you know, where they sleep and in the car. You never know what's going to happen because, I mean, it's great for stomach aches, different kinds of uh, pains around the body. So uh, back aches, I mean, that's the most common. So it makes a good gift too. So highly recommend everybody have at least two. Um, see what else? Uh, just to, in, in response to that, and you don't have to worry about a big piece. You can get a big piece and you can cut it in smaller pieces. Or you, I think you've got one. I've got some that I got sent from you. There were two of them, and they were uh, shungite rubber in circles, a circle of it, about three inches. Yeah, the bottom of a muff of a um, – because we have to find different molds to mold these things in that we can get them out of and um, make them in a certain quantity. So, yeah, that's the bottom of a, like a – oh, no, it was – and to get them right, because we get asked for certain sizes, and I, 
I think one of them might have been the bottom of a uh, a decorations um, storage case. Sometimes they're muffin, plastic muffin tins. So that's why they're set sizes. Um, uh, custom molds. Okay. Yeah, and we fill them up so far, but we pop them out, and then that's why it's round. So that's how we get the. I think we call them shungai discs, is what they are, and they're. they're I think you're right, about three inches diameter across. And, and and there's so many practical things you can do with it. You know, you can take it, you can put a glass on it, you can put it next to a glass, you can put it on the middle of a table. Um, the, you, can, you can move it around, and an animal that's not feeling good, you can put it with them, um, or yourself, put it, you know, you can tape it onto your body if you've got a, a problem. But the it's a very, very sweet energy, and it just makes you feel better. So everybody should have the Shungite rubber. And yes, I've got it under my butt, in my shoes. Uh, there's a piece over there, two pieces over there. There, It's all over the place. In the bed, you know. And uh, again, you can cut them. They don't have to be big. And he's got different sizes. Mm -hmm. they're, they're just amazing. Did you ha hear any more back from the people that actually used it um, to cover uh, uh, wheelchairs in a nursing home? Oh, I no, I'd have to check with Jalissa. She was actually communicating with them. So no, I don't know if we get we get lots of feedback and then sometimes none. You just you never know. Um I don't and I'm not in that receiving email. I'll have to ask her because I forgot about that. It's a very I think it's a very important thing to <clears throat> for people to know about. I used to work in a nursing home. And one of the primary problems that we had with our patients was bed sores. And, you know, that starts out because they're just laying there, their energy levels are going lower and lower and lower. And if you've got some, <clears throat> you know, somebody that, excuse me, <clears throat> is having, you know, older, just going through an illness and stuff, um, to me, that's a really critical part of the just having that rubber there in the bed with them you know it'll keep the the etheric energy fields moving which will help keep your bodies moving and you won't get bed sores uh, Mark? yeah yeah i was gonna go back to this so i mean uh last weekend we had the new moon and solar eclipse which was saturday uh i saw some pretty cool pictures very geometric uh i don't know if anybody saw anything or felt anything unusual i'm a big um uh, i like uh doing dream journaling so I had some pretty cool uh dream adventures but uh, i know derek you had a metaphysical fair happening that saturday but um i don't know any, any any occurrences happenings around that time which is like between friday and, and sunday for the uh we call it uh, um dark of the moon phase yeah, no, I'm trying to think about if anybody mentioned anything to me. It's so, especially right now, because I'm building Bigfoot's Den, the, the amount of people or just interactions I have on a daily basis, it's it's minute by minute, I'll turn my head and walk and there's something else. or So then it's hard to keep track of all that is what I'm getting at. Um, I remember I was getting hit a lot. Oh, on those days, and, I, and I'm never going slow enough to real to you know to sit down and go is this happening in in the sky is it be a solar thing or lunar thing or Schumann resonance going off I'm never aware of any of those things here on 3D meaning 
reading about I'm doing this that and the other I'm just working day to day and in this case my hands started getting I was with Olivia on one of these instances um driving the van go from A to B moving something or other um and all of a sudden it it would have felt like a knife went straight into my hand well I was, I was driving so that wasn't really good luckily it was one hand but that happened so that's when I'm bringing that up because we'll perceive it in a lot of different ways um and that was like an, a knife in my hand stabbing it lasted probably close to a minute um and it was literally like that and it's just so huge pulses of energy just launching through my hand right through the top part and then out the fingers um and in that state no it takes everything you have and just not to scream out loud um but it's massive pain so i'm not psychic and not psychically looking at what's going on at that moment but i can see i just when I try and refer to it later, look at it later, I realize I was driving through a certain area and I realized that after the fact, because um, as I got past a certain point, it lessened. So I, you know, I guess you can call it maybe that my hand was heightened at that minute because again, I didn't, I didn't get to perceive it at the time because it was just too much physical pain to even, you know, deal with and keep driving, um, let alone look and see what caused it. But those things happened to me. And even yesterday, yeah, I don't talk about so much. Part sections of my my brain. Sometimes you can feel um, the different glands heighten, and that didn't always do that for me. But it has the more of the metaphysical I perceived. So the more heightened I become, or energy sensitive, you can wear that lots of ways. Um, so there's not good stuff that comes with it. I'm not trying to scare anybody. At least for me, remember, I'm just I only have my own experiences to tell you. But sometimes I'll get that just where the front of my, the brain, I mean, I can feel it and it's really distinct lines in there, um, just scramble for a second or two or, you know, feel like it's being squeezed or something and it, and it shuts down, my sight goes, um, it, it varies, it's just all different things. And that stuff happens during these heightened energy um, periods, you know, again, be it lunar or solar or, or whatever. Um, and that can happen to anybody is why I'm kind of using myself as an example. You may feel all sorts of stuff and there's not always, you can't always tie it back or give some woo-woo explanation for it um, because, you know, there's no separation of the 10% physical and the 90% metaphysical. You're in it all the time and you're picking up on different aspects of each one. If you're driving around in your thoughts, driving to work and all of a sudden you go, oh, where, where did that 20 minutes go or whatever? You were in the woo-woo, but you were enough in the physical to keep driving sort of thing. Um, so you can jump, do the time jumping stuff too. Uh, so anyway, that stuff is all e more easily done. When, if we look at it from 3D, so let's say it's a lunar thing. Um, we all down here think, well, it's the, um, you know, uh, lunar eclipse or, well, if we remove the moon and just remove, okay, move everything, all the stuff you see, the physical stuff, now look at it energetically there's more stuff there more energies available and if we just forget about the moon aspect of it or the sun if this is a solar thing and just look at it from the energy perspective then you can do a lot more with that stuff um, so that's something to think about um, so clearings if you're trying to remove excess energies around you or if you call it attachments or if you call it karma or if you call it implants whatever everything's energy so then bring it down to the state in your mind that it is energy and that's how you can actually work with that stuff um so you salt baths during those times 
And then imagine yourself, if it's a physical thing, already healed, or you want to be more psychic, imagine yourself more psychic. So that's where you can take advantage of a, a buffet of frequencies that are coming in. We don't just have to ride the wave. I'd take advantage of the wave, or again, jumping analogies, buffet, and try some new stuff. Yeah, thank you. Um, I I know that in some some uh, I don't know ceremonies or protection or rituals they they use salt. Now you do have some kind of salt mixture or salt itself selling in your store. Uh, what's your guys' take on um, salt applications? I mean, uh, that whole thing of you know we're we're mostly water, so we we do need our salt uh, regularly. But as far as um, application for not just personal but extended out considering that uh you know people are busy putting up their their fall decorations um e even like day of the dead and then november 1st being like an all souls day um yeah just things to rehydrate in the the body and the electrical body I, we i think it's online again another one of those things i need to check but i did come up with a shungai salt blend um where it's, think of, you know, a little shaker container with a bunch of, you know, about 50-50 of uh, Dead Sea salt and then Shungite powder, just a mix there. And that, and well, I just gave you the recipe too, so anybody can make their own. Just get yourself some powder and, and some Dead Sea salt or pink Himalayan salt's a good one too. And then you can use that one. So I'm not saying sprinkle it on your eggs. I'm saying you can take it outside. And if you're a a person with the understanding that you know you're you were taught that you know put salt on your windowsills or something well i'd use the shungai salt blend if you're going to do that or around your garden so no matter how you look at it it's another way of gridding shungai gridding um because you're getting that mix but salts yeah it's it's a physical manifestation of something and there's lots of types of salts that affects the metaphysical frequencies now, i don't know why my phone mute that would be ringing um i had it muted i think that ghost app turned the audio back on um was it susan uh <laughs> no no i don't give me some name it's probably some distributor i probably need to talk to but who knows <laughs> that's it goes on all day like that so i guess i'll have to wait till the voicemail comes in um anyway that's uh the salt thing can be used um i mean depending on if you're making your own yeah i mean it's edible like i mean stuff we use is but okay just be, just before you, that thing happened you were saying that the salt affects the metaphysical and you got only got that far can you expand on that please oh yeah and that's sometimes why people put salt at their doorsteps or above the door or on the windowsill or this that, and they're thinking the salt's keeping out the bad guys well what's really doing it is they're programming that salt themselves with their intention to not let such and such in or out or again whatever their deal is that's what's really going on that's why salt's so good even in baths so if you want to clear excess frequencies and energies around you and everybody can do it throw a fistful of salt in there not morton salt but again a dead sea salt a pink himalayan and there's other ones um just a, a real salt is what i'm saying not a chemical blend they scrape off a wall that looks like salt that they're feeding everybody no use real stuff and then use your intention because that's just the the 3d manifestation of the metaphysical frequencies i guess is even that doesn't fit i always frustrate myself but it it's it's one of the tools you can use here just like shungai in 3d and i wouldn't throw shungai powder in your bathtub by the way i'd throw 
Um, I have a sphere or a Merkaba carved solid piece of shungite, and we've had those chats before. Make sure there's no pyrite. Um, but yeah, no, that's what you would do with salt. So it, it can hold stuff. So meaning don't, if you use salt in a process, get rid of it. Throw it back in the water, throw it outside, do something with it. I wouldn't hang on to a jar of salt that you, I don't know, let's say you interacted with a, an entity you didn't like or something or this, that, and the other. Um, it's going to hold a, a frequency. It's kind of like a sponge. That's why it's good in a bath. You, you can use your intention, say, nope, I want nothing. I want to be the perfect me in the here and now or whatever spin of comments you got in your head at the time. Um, I want to be in love or whatever. That Your overall intention would be get rid of whatever's not good for me. You need to have that thought to some level in your head while you're in that environment and or hug a tree and those frequencies will remove themselves and there's always more so you got to keep doing that it's etheric hygiene you don't just in physical go ahead yeah yeah um i'm thinking about the times all of us you know you put some salt on your food you're not thinking about it but you've got thoughts in your head and it might be being picked up by the salt i never thought about salt being such a good um let's say battery or container of programming um interesting because i you hear it all the time you salt you salt but i never really thought about that um so thank you for that but we've got to become more mindful about using the salt even if we're shaking it out if you program it so that it's the most wonderful energy and it's going to balance all your food and it's going to balance the energy in the in the room you know your imagination is key to unlocking all these powers what an interesting concept salt huh? and water <laughs> that's right yeah you can mix it in there so of course obviously you turn it into salt water and then you got more and that's a science thing too it's going to affect more of the the uh electrons and the ions around you the part of your biofield or that can be physically um you know monitored or viewed via a, a tool lots of tools actually um but anyway we, and we don't even need to know all that. That's why I kind of skip through that fast because then it starts to get confusing real big and when we don't need to worry about all that. It's uh, somebody put in chat about sugar and no, definitely not. So then that's so definitely not just any crystalline substance is good because sugar, at least sugar, most sugar, no, it's it's not good stuff in there that they turned it into a crystalline form. So then you have little sugar crystals or cubes or whatever. Um, so natural salt, not artificial. That's why I kept saying not Morton's or I'm sure there's a hundred other man-made salts and with additives. And no, you want the natural stuff is what you'd want. Yeah, what are your um, three recommended ones? Because um, I'm in some of these health uh, groups on Facebook. And then, I mean, for me personally, I, um, I like Redmond salt because it, it um, it uh, has all of the minerals, and then people always buy these expensive electrolytes or electrolyte water, but it's just high-quality salt that people um, need. So I constantly see Redmond salt in, in, in people who do uh, different health extremes or even even uh, bodybuilding. And then I know Ken Rolla and, and Dr. Uh, Gabriel Cousins, they promote a... Uh, like a, a mix of different salts around the world, but making it a scalarized salt. So that's one of my top favorites. Um, 
And you hear about, like you're saying, Celtic and Himalayan, but what are like your top three and why would you, why would you choose those aside from you know, the one in your store that you sell? Um, and in our store, we actually have, well, online is different than in store. So in store, we have a lot of different ones. We have a, uh, a Hawaiian one. It's actually black salt. Um, so they're, they're all different. It depends how you use the tool. So it's kind of like saying, here's a bowl. Which bowl is best? Well, what are you doing with the bowl? Are you eating it? Now, of course, you don't eat a bowl, but we're talking salt. Or are you doing this with the bowl? So the tool can be used in many ways. Um, so then you were talking, you said Redmond's, I believe. So that's going to be mineralization, so other frequencies. So And that that's good for the physical body. No, maybe not good for metaphysical. So my recommendation, but again, it's like saying what pot or pan is good. Well, what are you doing with it? So generally speaking if you're working using it as an energy tool so non-consumption you're not eating it um the uh, a shungite salt blend again you can make your own so then what i've used and i have not tested every salt on the planet or anything like that but the ones that i've been shoved in front of me or got my hands on or whatever ones that work well was a hawaiian one actually it was a black i don't remember if there's a specific name to it i need to probably find that out um, but there was one of those that was good. The dead sea salt it has to be real. So dead sea salt, um, has nothing to do with the name or anything like that. It's again, it's just an energy tool. There's no tie into anything else. Um, and then the pink Himalayan salt as well is a really good one for that. And I eat the pink Himalayan salt. That's all I use actually in my food, um, is that now the dead sea salt, depending on which ones you get, it's not all consumable. So everybody you know, do your own research and look at it. Make sure it's a you know, consumable salt because there's certain minerals and some of them you don't want to be eating or there's too much of them. Um, but that Redmond one, I just I brought it up on here and saw the image of that. So that's it. Does look like a really good one um, as far as I'm not reading it. I'm okay. <laughs> I am reading it, but metaphysically, not not reading about it. So. That's an, that gives you an evening out of frequencies on you. So then, then that looks like one I want to grab a hold of. I'll buy a bag and test it and give me some more feedback if you want. But Can you give us the uh, link to it, please? I can give you one of them. Yeah, where did I get it? Yeah, it's going to be in chat. Um, and that's what I just looked at. Because I always want to, you know, again, air quotes here, but read the stuff when I'm hearing about it on a podcast for the first time. Even if it's a person or whatever, I'll just get the image up and go from there. And that's all you need. Um, just like it's do the same thing. You can pick up an item. You can sometimes call it muscle testing, body testing, but energy testing. Um, do that with your own salts because not everything is good for everybody either. Yeah, I know that's that's kind of a, an out, but also, I mean, really, just ultimately go to your own gut instincts. If you're led to one, try it, sort of thing. Um, or take the one that you've got and reprogram it. Unless it's Morton's, throw it away. Say again? Unless it's Morton's salt. Just oh, well, no, not Morton. That's not salt. No. Or <laughs> anything like it. And this isn't some Morton's thing. In my hand. It's just, you know, just watch your stuff. Because, I mean, you're, you're in a, a vehicle, you know, obviously your body. So you've got to make sure you put legit stuff in there. Um, and it's okay, well, actually, this ties in because somebody, and these are assigned names in chat, everybody that don't know. So somebody who got assigned the name Joyful User asked about sugar. And I said, no, sure, I wasn't, well, I didn't say, nah, never eat sugar. Well, I'd be lying if I said I never had sugar, but no, it's programmable, and I don't use it as an energy tool. So if you're going to eat that, whatever item that has sugar in it, 
program that sucker. I don't care if it's a Hershey's bar or again, or you're putting sugar in your, um, your tea or coffee or something like that. All that stuff's programmable. They're just moving the water. It's only liquid because the molecules are moving faster. Slow them down. It's called ice. It's all the same stuff. It's all programmable or the salt and the sugar going into it. So then, yeah, do your homeopathy and imagine, you know, you do your buckyball thing around your cup of tea or soda or whatever, you're, but program it. Absolutely. You can have an effect. All right. Thank you. Um, so a couple of things on the Facebook uh, uh, group. So I did this old post um, back in 2019 uh, on, on the old cosmicreality.net. So this was the Healing Tones page um, that Nancy had up for a while. Uh, Walt had put up free downloadable MP3s for um, uh, different frequencies to regenerate nerves. Uh, I think there was like a, a, a CBD one. There was a Shungite tone. And so a bunch of people were asking what happened to it. And so I did click on the link today just to double check. And then that, that um, original page is gone. Is there a way to restore um the contents on that page and maybe move it to another one that's accessible um okay if you go down on the radio uh web the page for the radio the healing link should take you to the new list unfortunately we're not sure where some of them went so if anybody's got uh you know one that they want that, that they had or it's gone or something you don't find it then put it in the comments or you know somehow or another get my attention I, I i'm not sure about if i'm getting the comments or not because i'm not getting comments so i don't know if people are commenting but um yeah i'll try to keep up with that because when we we took down the dot net it was just something that we couldn't keep up with and we, we it was repetitive so we took that down and i took everything i I thought I had everything except I didn't have the MP3s for the healing. Uh, not sure what happened. I thought I had them and they weren't there, and then Walt couldn't find them either. So, but we can always do them again. So, um, that. But if you go down to the to the beyond the the chat, you're going to see that graph, that green graph. If you click on that, that should take you to the new page, which is on uh, CosmicReality.com. Okay. Yeah, I I noted that um, you answered the question today, and uh, people can listen to it in the archives or uh, re-listen to the show. Um, I, I think that's. Uh, I'm just going through my notes. Sorry. So we were talking about movies. I guess I'll go into this. Um, as far as um, something more uplifting or spiritual or any energy-driven films that that you guys recommend, any like top three or top five. Uh, for me personally, because I, I in college I did do uh, film, art, and like uh, art installations. Um, I, I like most anything by uh, David Lynch, um, Wachowski Brothers, and uh, Chris Nolan. It, it, it does delve into the whole personal empowerment thing, expanding awareness, and having the power within you as opposed to something that's um, exterior. But anything for you guys as favorites for the season? recommend all right i don't know that i know of any movies other i mean and this is definitely not for the season and and or <laughs> modern and it ties back to an author i was just talking about but 
and some listeners will know, but it's called Jonathan Livingston Siegel. It was a book, but it's a movie on YouTube as well. So this is, it's, and I, I like all the directors and the, the understandings, Mark, that come across in the movies you had mentioned too, or by the directors, because um, there's a lot of good stuff in here. But this one movie and or book gets you the same understanding a little different way. Um, so it's a self-empowering, a self-enlightening thing. And if you, it's going to sound really childish and cheesy for those that don't know what I'm talking about if they first look into it or get it. Yeah, it's going to sound like a bunch of seagulls just chit-chatting. I'm talking about seagulls, the bird. Um, just chit-chatting and going about their day. It sounds like a kids, you're going to you know, get two minutes into it, think that. Just hang on to it. Watch the movie and or um, read the book and look past the vehicle, the character, the seagull, and look at the understandings in there. It's worth going through or any of the ones in some movie, but the books, the ferret chronicles. And yeah, I'm talking about little ferrets, animals. Remember, it's all, and they're not kids' books. Um, but those are some that can literally and have since the 70s changed countless people's lives just by reading again, any book by um, Richard Bach and then really getting through what's in there. So it's not that there's a big secret on this page. It's the epiphanies or aha moments you will have or will occur to you while you're reading the book or going through the audio book or whatever. And they're, I think they're all available for free on YouTube in audio form. Um, so you don't need to actually have a book. But that's what I would recommend. Now, he's a, an interesting man because it wasn't just that one book which made him famous. I mean, it went worldwide. But when you read the the series of his books he had such a deep and profound connection with me i mean it was a lot of i mean every every other page was another aha moment because he just seemed to have the formula and you say he's still alive gosh god bless um do you get something about him that makes him kind of special that he could possibly write these books with such simplicity that you're right it feels like he's talking to children but then you realize, oh my God, you have to be—you have to have a certain adult mind to be able to even grasp what what he's saying. We can all do these things, become individuals like that. So his way, because he was adept at writing, so that, but he and he had enough of the aha moments and epiphanies. Some people say he reached a certain level to where he, and then he uses his three D gifts to write it, like. One of my deals is, not to bring me in, but I have to have an example, is, and I don't even know how to explain it, but saying a whole lot in a few words and then just reiterating in a different way um, so that those aha moments happen. So there's a lot of individuals that are out there doing things, bringing out information or understandings, because it has to be brought that way. And um, that's why analogies are good, because you can't just talk about it. We don't have the words. Um, and, and everybody and anybody can do this, become to mention Richard Bach. And yeah, he's on uh, his propane guy, I guess, came in at a session and he, and I didn't even know who Richard Bach was at the time. Um, and he saw the blue, another synchronicity. I was led to buy some blue feathers. And for those that know who Richard Bach is or will read the books, you'll understand the blue feather thing. I had intuitively hung some up in my office. And then I did an acknowledgement. I said, oh, that's because I'm like, didn't even know what you're talking about. I know it, and then I figured out from there. And then the propane guy comes in and says, "Oh, I delivers propane. His his daughter's helping him out, out in this. I don't know, too specific in this area, and he lives there. And he's in his late 80s now. I don't. I 
So I don't, I haven't seen them, you know, walking into Mystic Wars, at least when I'm there. Um, but I was going to say, so yeah, he's just adept at storytelling. So then once you have enough of those realizations, you then you can access the info and you bring it out in your own way, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, each each person has a, you know, somebody's going to make a real impact on, on one person and all their friends are going like, ah, I didn't like it. You know, it's like, where, where are you when you hear it's, it's that old adage, you know, when the when the student's ready, the teacher appears. And yep. boy, I'll tell you, when he appeared in my life, it was just like I couldn't get enough of it, his books. I mean, it was just such an, an expansion of knowledge. And reread them now. Reread them. If anybody has these books and like Nancy says she has and I do, I don't care if you read them five years ago. Pick them up, read them again. There's more information in there, and I'm not. I, yeah, I, I, as soon as you started talking about it, I'm thinking, yeah, I want to go back and look at those again. And get on YouTube; they're on audio format. So I know today's life, especially mine. I'm, what am I going to read? I got to either sleep on the book or I got to just get it in audio form. Um, and usually, I'm going to do the audio thing when I'm going from A to B and get it in bite-sized pieces and re-listen to it. And then I'm jotting notes down. I've done on my trips to Arizona. I'll go through just hundreds of hours of just books and things and and then get those pieces. And it's re-listening to stuff as well because you get so much, you glean other parts and pieces trying it again. Again, it's honing your your perspective by practice. Well, at least you got one recommendation there, Mark. I can't tell you any. I don't watch movies. <laughs> I watch Osborne. <laughs> I'll tell you Oz, what I walked right. out on. Yeah. I walked out on one to listen to the other day because we never get to the movies and we were like, okay, we got this couple hour span. Let's try and get some food and, and you know, get out of all the things we're doing, building Bigfoot's dance. Uh, shoot, now what's the name of the movie? We, the Creator, I think it was maybe. It, oh, yeah, I just saw that too. That okay. Eric. <laughs> I didn't last 10 minutes in that sucker and I was out of there. Um, and then, I don't know, from the outside, that it wasn't. I didn't research it beforehand. We literally just found ourselves there, and I'm like, okay, well, let's look at the posters. I'm like, well, why does that one feel like Star Wars or something? Or other? And I, I still I haven't looked into it. So somebody tied to Star Wars or something going on there. I have no idea. Um, but it was 10 minutes into it, and it was just such a – again, I'm not here to review a movie. I, it just wasn't for me, so I don't want to tell everybody not to go watch it either. Um, did you like it, Mark? Uh, mixed bag. Um, so – you got the Star Wars feel because the director, writer, and producer, one person, he was the one that directed Rogue One, which was like a kind of a prequel to, to um, Star Wars. So, um, I mean, you, you don't get to, as far as movies getting that kind of exposure and advertising, you don't get to that point unless you're rooting for for uh, the bad guy takeover. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. Um, Jay Dyer's a really good, I mean, he's Orthodox Christian, which, um, but he knows all, he's done countless lectures on the elite secret plan, secret societies, all that stuff. So he knows about mind war and all these things. So he does a good review on YouTube. I mean, I recommend it as, as like a, um, looking at how the bad guys want you to go into the, the negative earth, I suppose. So in that sense, um, I mean, from even from the preview, you can tell they're trying to humanize AI and that they're the good guys. AI is the good guys and humans are bad. Um, I mean, I'm sure other civilizations and, and dimensions have a different take if they've integrated um, AI to a, a more uh, productive, life-affirming thing. 
but as far as where we're at now in, in 3D and moving towards in a way, yeah, I mean, I, I can understand why you left 10 minutes in. Um, I stayed through the whole thing just to, you know, because I've made films for in, in, in school, so I just wanted to see the whole package of what they were wanting to people to, you know, and you've talked about frequencies through phones and media and 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 um and we'll talk about radio 5g so yeah so the creator was ai um that's a big theme it's very pro ai and you could tell that from from the preview itself so if you want to look at it from an observer's point and know that movies are made to you know mockingbird media kind of thing yeah i mean check it out but uh, not something I highly recommend for like the whole spiritual, unless you want to see what the bad guys are up to, really. <laughs> oh God, it is crazy out there. Um, okay, so we're in the last two minutes here. Is there anything coming up there, Derek, or something you wanted to let people know about? You're not going to be able to open up by Halloween, which was your intention because of the the problem of getting it scheduled to get the health certificate, correct? Well, we don't really know because I know they may call today and say, hey, we got so-and-so out there tomorrow and blah, blah. So I don't know anything is what I'm telling you. I know it's <laughs> not moving quickly and we're in queue to be assigned to somebody. That doesn't make me really excited and confident, but I don't know anything um, as far as that. I don't want to, I'm not getting involved metaphysically either. So it's just, um, well, kind of. I'm removing my focus from it, as Jalissa reminded me I should probably do, um, and not focus so much on it because then we can have an effect. So sometimes, yeah, we need to disengage from things so the process can go through its normal energy flow channels, you know, whatever, uh, on its own without being involved. So When you focus on it like that, you're limiting the cosmic ability to manipulate things so that you get synchronicities and coincidence and all that stuff yeah just say yeah i want this i need this please bye and then let them do it just give them permission to you know do their thing ask them to do their thing well we found out we needed a delay anyway for such and such to happen so we have a big keg cooler here that needed a part was delayed anyway so no matter what yeah it would it it would have to been delayed so then i'm just you know disengaging from it doing what i can you know holding space you know best intentions and go right now right now you have to say adios <laughs> yep it was a great podcast and thank you everybody for being here Mark, I wanted to read this real quick. Uh, Unique pal in the chat room. I use shungite water for my plants. They grow so very healthy towards the ceiling. I have shungite in every windowsill and next to the front door. My home has become a temple. Uh, thanks, everybody. Radio 5G with Nancy tomorrow. Pre-recorded, but good stuff. Even though it's current events, we, we make it full spectrum. Be safe, everybody. See you next time. Cosmic Reality tonight. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.